that we are in the army of God and we have all this fear and doubt and and all this hate and bickering and devaluing one another and not caring for one another and not loving each other and having grace and mercy towards each other. I found the worst people in the earth is the people in the church could be so evil and mean and hateful. Why? When you got a loving God that forgave you from all your sins at that moment at the cross. Yeah, it was at the cross. We all had to come at the cross. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, the light of my evil ways, the light of my heart that needed to be changed. But when I gave it all to Jesus, he hung on that cross and took all my iniquity, took all my sins and my burdens. He took that whipping for me. He took that whipping for you. So how dare you judge another brother and sister in Christ because you can't have your way with them or you can't control them. War unto you, God says. It's time for the body of Christ to be the body of Christ. We got to come together like never before. God is looking for an army. He ain't looking for no wimpy soldiers. The wounded soldiers, what they do? They send them home. It's no use for you. So why are you up there proclaiming, oh, I'm in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier of the Lord. But every time you open up your mouth, you're speaking doubt. You're speaking fear. You're speaking hatred and bitterness. What kind of soldier are you in God's army? God looking for some warriors. He looking for some bold individuals to stand toe-to-toe -to, -toe to the devil and say, wait a minute, I already won this war. Where you coming from? So that's why we're going into this new series. Generation Matters. Purifying the bloodlines. And yet we had to saturate the atmosphere because to purify the bloodlines, hello, it's going to touch some stuff in your heart. But you got to give God permission to do it. A lot of times we're dealing with issues that's generational. And we're trying to figure out why does this keep happening? Why I keep going through this here? Some things we can identify. So tonight, we just gonna give y'all an introduction. Y'all know how I do. We gotta get some anesthetic going, so that's why we got the praise and worship going. Amen. God wanna take his time with us with this one here. We done been through the soldiery series to get our minds back into the word of God. And I pray where well, I've heard a lot of individuals, I've seen a lot of individuals that really missed the Monday night throwdown. I appreciate that. But dude, this is my tax season now. So I had to switch the days. So we're going to have the Sunday night throwdown. 
all right, uh, because of my work schedule. And maybe some of the Sundays I may have to cancel, all right? So I'll let you know the night before or the week before, okay? So just check the Facebook page, all right? But with that said, you know, Father wants us to be set free because he has so much for us. But we have to know how to come to him and worship him and enjoy his presence, and then once we enjoy his presence, and then we be still enough to hear from him, then God can start downloading information like we um like updates. It's like every morning when I get up, it's like God then downloads something else in my spirit, and I have to do like an update. You know, and that's through prayer and, and meditation with Daddy God. And as I'm doing my updates, refreshing my spirit with him, then he start revealing to me what he's been speaking to me while I'm sleeping. And see, my flesh is sleeping, but my spirit man is up. So that's what Daddy want to do to you guys. However... Woo, man, this gonna be some woo, touchy, touchy, touchy stuff. So since I did the little praise dance, worship, okay, I am going since I just see just one person, I'm gonna stop this feed so it can be separate, okay, and then I'm gonna start another one for the teaching, okay? Is that okay with you guys? All right, so just stay, stay connected. Don't go nowhere, all right? And then it's to give me an opportunity to say hi to y'all. Um, oh, my, we got a lot of people on here. Okay, so do y'all want me just to continue on? And I'll just cut it short. We'll stop at 10. Because I started at 9.25. I used to be an hour. Okay. I'll just keep it like this. Alright. I'll just keep it like this. Here. Because. Hi, Raphael. Hi, Dr. Latanya. Um, hi, Mr. Smith. And Felix. Oh, let's go back up this way. And Sasha, that's my daughter. And Faye, that's my co-worker. And Nick, and Robert, and oh my God, there's so many of you guys. And Cynthia, hey, Minister Ali. How you guys doing? Happy New Year's to all of you guys. Okay, so you know what? It's a lot of you guys on here, so I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So let's just go right into the lesson. All right. Let's just go right into the lesson. And I'll stop at 1025. Okay. Since you guys been on here already instead of stopping and going. Um, Daddy just wanted to do a little worship. Well, I was already in worship already. And he was like, no, put it on the airwaves. 
I, I need, I want to dance with my children. You ever took time out and just dance with God? Have you ever taken time out to take God out for a cup of coffee? Have you ever said, huh, how you doing, Father? What would you have me to do for you today? Hmm. See, that's when you have a personal relationship with God. And the love of God is dwelling in you that you want to please, Father. He know we're not perfect beings. But come on, you guys. We got to stop this harsh judgment among one another. Oh, my God. We are so adamant to point out somebody else's flaws. When God said, be merciful, show mercy, and you will obtain mercy. Don't you want God to show mercy on you? But we don't know how to show mercy on somebody else. Woe unto us, right? Well, I tell you guys, the Father is really serious about getting us straight. Okay, and as you see, I don't want myself out. <laughs> I'm pushed. Let me hydrate. I know this series is of the Father because. I did a chart almost 15 years ago about generational. There's so much stuff that was going on in my family line, you know. And let me see, I think I was at, I don't know if I did that. I think I did that when I was over here in Houston once the Hurricane Katrina. And um, I think I was at Love and Action Church. And we was talking about um, generational curses. And I seen on here it was 2007. It's 2019. 12 years ago. Isn't that something? And God had me doing this all over again. But now it's in more depth. And I'm telling you, if you're really serious about getting free and setting your family free and destroying the yokes of bondage generational, you might want to go get a paper and pencil. Because these next coming weeks, we're going to start highlighting some things. Now, this is old, and I'm going to update this, but I did this 12 years ago. Come on, Holy Ghost. And it was just a lot of stuff that was going on in my family. And then it was like, I was tired of being in abusive relationships. I was like, why? Why man always want to hit me? When they get disgusted, they always want to hit me. You know, they don't want to love me. They say they love me, but they always want to fight me. Why? Even 
this day. I had a brother tell me he'll punch me in my MNF and face. This is a leader with a title. It's gotten to that point? Whoa, what happened like that? That you want to punch me in my face? Really? Wow. Men, why you always want to punch a woman in their face? So, I started praying, and the word of God tells us that Jesus had the curse. He put the curse on him. So, if the curse is on him, why is the curse still in our family line? Well, I'm glad you asked, because I know I asked Daddy God, and at that time, spirit begot spirits. I don't know if you guys can see this. Now, I know it's raggedy because it's old. And I'm going to tell y'all what happened with this. I went in my storage to get my pot to do my gumbo, right? Now, this is so old, right? Why in the world this was on top of a box right there where I can see it? And I was like, what is that? And I opened it up. I said, oh, my gosh. Where did this come from? Y'all, I'm telling you, God put that there. He had the angels to put that there. I don't know. This should have been lost in Hurricane Katrina. I guess. Or if I did it in 2007, no, I was already over here. But it should have been packed. But it was on top of a box. So it was like a confirmation, you guys, for me to do this lesson. So the title of this series, you guys, is Generations Matters. Purifying the Bloodline. So next week, I'm going to try to have, y'all know I usually have my little posters up and stuff. Ooh, Dr. D ain't had a chance to do that because I've been working, working, working. And yesterday I had to sleep, sleep, sleep. Father God, we thank you that your presence is in the house. Father God, we thank you for your love and your admiration. We thank you that you care about us so much that you want us to be set free. You want us to be free from our generational bloodline to cleanse the bloodline. Father God, those that have ears to hear, let them hear what the Spirit has to say. Father God, let their hearts be open as we went to God, just got finished doing the surgery series. And you taught us how to operate in the Spirit and not in the carnality, the soulish realm. We have to transform our mind, renew our minds with the word of God. Now you're dealing with the, the bloodlines, issues that causes our soul to be all tangled up and operating the same old way that we've been operating 10, 15, 20 years from now. Father God, we lay all of it at the altar. We repent right now. For not trusting in you. We trusted in things, people, and places, our jobs. We made idols out of our situation, out of our careers. 
We made idols out of our titles. Father God, we humbly repent right now and cast it at the foot of Jesus. We bring it all at the altar, you guys, because this is going to be serious. All right. We ask for the anointing of the Holy Ghost to come over not only me, Father, but over the airwaves in Jesus' name. Father God, we thank you that the angels have been dispatched to war on our behalf while we're dealing with this subject. And it be no retribution, no backlash, none of the evilness that the enemy may try to throw at us to stop us. I know he threatened me. And I had laughed at him. That's why I worship God. Because I know I'm on the right track. When God tells you to do something, the devil going to come and laugh at you and say, yeah, you do that, I'm going to do this. Guess what? My life is not my own. I lost my life in Christ. And because I've lost my life in Christ, I can live in him. I move and I breathe in him because he abides in me and I abide in him. And I can ask daddy whatever I will and it will be done in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord God, that we will believe the report of the Lord. Whose report will you believe? We're going to believe the word of God tonight in Jesus' name. Now, as always, amen, amen. I always go through an introduction, okay, so you can be prepared. Right now, warning, disclaimer. If you're not ready to change, get off the feed right now because you're going to be accountable for this word. Oh, yes. If you don't want to do what this word say, get off the feed right now. God is not going to say anything. But once you hear this word, you got to do something with it. All right. Generations matters. Purifying the bloodline. Oh my gosh. When I saw this chart, I was like, oh my word. Father, this is serious business. All kind of stuff. Declaring war in the heavenlies, binding the principalities, reversing the generational lineages, curses to heirs of salvation, the blessings that belong to us. Matthew 18. 18 and 19. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye loose in earth shall be loose in, in heaven. Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, we're going to touch and agree that we're going to be set free from the generational curses. Amen. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that shall act, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is of heaven. Come on now. But do you believe? You gotta believe, y'all. Now, whew. I kind of started on this here for the New Year's resolution. When you tune into my Boom Factor show, they got a little taste of it. 
Then our watch night service got a little state of it. So in the beginning of all of this, we're going to start identifying some things in our family line. And you're going to see where, oh my gosh, this is why this is happening. Because you'll be able to pinpoint some stuff and say, oh, daddy did it. Grandpa did it. Great, great grandpa. And we don't know what happened back there through slavery. Come on. That's why God said that it's the blood that cleanses us, that makes us white as snow. It's the blood that needs to be filtered through our spiritual veins and be cleansed. It's the blood of Yahshua, the only blood that is sprinkled at the mercy seat for us to go and obtain mercy. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy in a time of need. So in this introduction of Generations Matters, purifying the bloodline, we're going to observe and report our foundational scriptures. We always have to have a foundation scripture. And that's Joshua 1 and 8. In Isaiah 53, and as you see, Matthew 18, 18 through 19, and we'll have some other scriptures coming up as we go through the weeks, all right? But this is some things we're going to touch on in this series, all right? We're going to learn how to observe ourselves and our circumstances, our family, and then we're going to follow reports. What you mean, Dr. D? Yeah, we're going to follow a report. We're going to start documenting what we've seen. Then we're going to get the word on it. Whose report will you believe? We're going to get the word on it. So we begin to destroy the very yoke of bondage out of our family line. We're going to deal with the matters of the heart. Because a lot of times... From generation, from generation, from generation, the same thing is happening and it becomes a stronghold in our family line because somebody didn't take a stand and dealt with the matters of the heart. And the very first thing is forgiveness. Now, once we identify that, we're going to have to make some time and get some stuff right. All right, and that's where the repentance come in because now we're going to have to be able to repent for our family line. Nothing against you. God love us. No, we didn't know what they was doing back there, but we got to repent for it so we can stop it. You know how they have the, the dam and they built this big Wall, they call it a dam, right? That's so the floodgates won't come and drown the neighborhood. But if that dam is bust, look out. Hurricane Harvey. See what I'm saying? The water just came on in. The, the banks overflowed. 
So daddy want us to make sure that we fortify every area of our life. And it's going to start with identifying the bloodline. Now, once you observe what, once you observe, you're going to do your report. Were you able to identify the behaviors within yourself and with your family? Once you start identifying some repetition stuff going on, hmm, that could be a stronghold. All right, we're gonna we're gonna help you with that. The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost gonna help you with that. Then we're gonna identify the demons that's attached to it. All right, the negative expectation that comes with it, the voices. Okay, inner vows, vows we make within ourselves. Vows that our forefathers have made, and now it's time to pay the piper. And so we're trying to figure out why I'm going through this here in my life. Why this particular situation is still popping up. Why this is happening over here. Somebody made a vow and didn't keep it. Whoa. Like right now, somebody holding keys to my car. And I was supposed to have it before December 31st. And God said, he told me, he said, I'm going to tell you who got your car. But I know you, you open your mouth. So I'm just going to let you know somebody was supposed to release a car to you debt free, but they're holding keys to the car. In the name of Jesus, you better obey God. God trying to get something to you. And you holding keys to a vehicle that God told you to bless me with. Hello. And you missing your own blessing. That that's for real. He he gave me keys to the apartment and I can't even get to it. So if he gave me keys for an apartment debt free, where's the car? I need the car to get to the apartment. You, you you see how that that that's unbalanced, and it's not God's fault. It's not my fault. God want obedience. So that means something in the bloodline that's holding that person materially, and you got a whole bunch of cars. Uh oh. Inner vows. Then God say, recognize the generational sins that needs to be dissolved. Okay. And we're going to cut this short. Now, once you have identified the things that's going on, now what are we doing to rectify all of this? All right. Our inner man have issues and trauma so dogmatic and concealed in our hearts within us. Only the word of God will bring to the surface, especially those areas that have, have been dogmatic for so long until such a time as this. A lot of us dealing with issues 
that we don't even know why we're dealing with. Because it's somewhere in the bloodline. Something happened somewhere. A man cannot commit to a woman because he got issues with his mother. Or he don't he don't trust his mother or his mother wasn't there for him or his mother gave him away and he just don't trust a woman period because his mother. You need to get delivered from that because God have brought women your way and because you quote unquote can't trust a woman and God gave you a good woman and you messed up on it and you still harping on that same woman, that woman going on with her life. But still, the commitment is not there because of fear. You need to get delivered from your past. And why is that? So the very thing that happened to you happened probably to your dad and your dad's dad. You see how that trickled down? Flip side, just like with a woman. Young girl, she get pregnant around between ages of 12 and 16, if you go through the family tree, the mama got pregnant between 12 and 16. The grandmother got pregnant between 12 and 16. Before you know it, what happened? Well, they might have had some rape going on, some incest going on. And we know our great, 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 great grandpeoples was part into the slavery where the white man took took our people and raped the women and there was young girls so that type of perversion it's nobody's fault but we got to stop it we got to say no this is not going to happen in my family line no 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 she will not have a baby before her time she will not have a baby out of wedlock she would not yeah come on We feel that because we teach underneath the anointing that we are set free and we automatically qualify as being delivered. Not so. Paul said himself that I myself must discipline my body like an athlete, training it, buffing my body day and night, though I myself preach to others, I myself should be a castaway. What he's saying is, <laughs> after I preach to you, I'm going to do my own little thing. But woe unto me because I'm not being a doer of the word. I'm just throwing the word out there, but I'm not living it. And God going to cast me away. But quote unquote, a lot of us feel like because we bring the word, we're on platforms, we have titles, we're just doing some great and magnificent things. Oh, I'm good. Really? How you treating your neighbor? How you talking to your sister? How you treating your brother? Whoa, how that heart pumping? Come on. If you really sit down and observe and report your situation, your actions, your family tree, you'll see something else is going on there. Selah. Pride always comes before a fall. 
The very sign of pride in one's life identify of what one has done and accomplished with or to because they compare themselves to someone else and not compare themselves to God. So a lot of times we feel we don't need to get, we don't need no deliverance. We don't need to go to our family tree and take time out and let God peel the onion skins away and say, okay, I need you to start dealing with this issue right here because I need to take you somewhere, but I can't take you there until you get this out of your heart. And I'm going to show you why it got in your heart. I'm going to show you some things that happened in your family line from your childhood all the way back. Oh, I don't want to deal with that. That's so painful. No. God said, give it to me. Give it to me. Let me take that away from you. What you holding on for it? Why are you holding on to all that hurting baggage? Give it to God. Cast all your cares upon him. He truly cares for you. Don't you know the Lord loves us so much? Daddy loves us so much. He has so much for us. And it's dangerous when we think we can keep going and going and doing and doing and we're not dealing with the issues of the heart. As we was talking about in the surgery series, remember, the heart is wicked, desperately wicked. Who can know it? In Jeremiah, God said the heart is so wicked that, yeah, you can be with somebody and, and, and care for them and love them and support them. And in return, they hate you. All of a sudden, they just hate you. Why? Something wrong with their heart. Something wrong with the heart, man. Come on, y'all. We should never compare ourselves. You can really say never on that one. You should never compare yourself to somebody else. If anything, compare yourself to God. Compare yourself to Jesus and the Holy Spirit. See how you mount up against them. Because lo and behold, you're going to see that you done fell short. We all have fallen short of the, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So who am I to want to pinpoint your flaw and highlight it? Whoa. And next, we're going to be talking about how to acknowledge. How to acknowledge that thing. Like, at one time, it was like, we was always moving. Why are we always moving? Lord have mercy. That's when we was in New Orleans. Always moving. Well, found out that a spirit of vagabondism was in the family line. Then, my dad's side and my mama's side. Then when I got married, my husband, ex-husband, and my other children, dad. Whoa. So you see how those spirits find each other? See? The spirits know how to connect. So if we can identify the different spirits and find that root, that stronghold, we could begin to chop it up, y'all. Sever those tires. Sever those tires. And when we sever the ties, 
man, you start seeing some flourishing going on in your family line. And then your children's children's children can start living that abundant life that Christ had promised us. We're going to begin to also, God going to start showing us the healing process. All right? Because once we identify it, yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to cut. That ain't going to leave us open like that. But he's going to begin the healing process and reveal the heart issues. Once we, re- we observe and begin, he will begin to give us strategies on how to cleanse and purify that bloodline and get the word on it. Next, he's going to show us personal application by meditating with the word through the Holy Spirit. We have to give the Holy Spirit permission. That's the key factor in this whole, oh, excuse me, in this whole deliverance. The key factor is giving the Holy Spirit permission to come in and touch the matters of the heart. You have to come naked before God. And if you can come naked before God and say, you know what? I want to be set free from the very bondage of the curse that has been passed down from my family line. Whoa. You begin to feel so liberated. You have the joy of the Lord on the inside. You'll be able to dance with daddy and enjoy him and hear him. Okay. So that was the introduction of Generations Matter, Purifying the Bloodline. That's just the start. Woo! That's just the start, you guys. Next week, we're going to start taking some topics. And I tell you, this is really like we have, we had, we had in our family line. We had homosexuality in our family line. We had rebellion in our family line. Vagabondism, alcoholism in our family line on both sides. Uh, spirit of heaviness, spirit of holdem, perversion, spirit of sickness. Come on now. Alcoholism had a deaf and dumb spirit. In the family line, immorality, spirit of poverty, spirit of sickness. Come on now. And it all linked together. It's just amazing how two individuals don't know each other, but then you come together. And then when you start looking at identifying the spirits, well, that's how they was connected. That's why I always tell individuals, especially young ladies, when you get out of a relationship or before you get into a relationship... You need to find out what's going on in that family line. You want to just be hooking up with people. And you hooking up with more demons. Come on, y'all. It's only God and the devil. Demons and gods and the angels. Ain't no in-between with this. Hello. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for this hour power. How you... 
was you worship with us you loved on us we, we empty ourselves before you father god we thank you for this new series that's coming forth and i ask for strength to bring it forth lord god and you you already told me you gave me more angels to fight because the devil threatened me and my family i mean literally he i heard him threaten me you better not teach that yeah i heard the devil threaten me he said you you're not gonna teach that you better not teach that i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that to your family i'm gonna do this to your children you teach that guess what they cover with the blood you can't touch their soul they already been bought with a price and I'm going to do what Jesus Christ wants me to do. You will be defeated because he already destroyed your works. Hello. That's how we got to be towards the enemy, you guys. We warriors. We soldiers. And yeah, he's going to try to stop you from doing your assignment. But you got to let him know that you have the victory. You already won. He's the defeated one. Not you. Come on, reverse that thing. He's the defeated one. That's why he's going to and fro, looking, seeking who he can devour. And devouring is really sucking, sucking out your anointing, your spirit, using your power. You ever seen the movies where the entities come in and they, and the people draw up? Ugh, they didn't. Then took their life source. That's all the devil want. He, Cause he's powerless. He want to take your life source. Don't give the devil your life source. That's your power. All right, y'all. This Dr. D. With Redeemed by the Blood Ministry International. Go ahead and check out the website www.redeemedbytheblood.org. Also. My daily diary uh, will always goes on with me. The boom factor. And I ask for you guys to continue to vote for me and my team. We have been nominated for the Rhythm of Gospel Awards, which will be in Baton Rouge, Louisiana this July. So you have up to March. You can vote every day. I have, I'm always plugging it up on the Facebook all the numbers that you need to uh, select you have to vote for everybody okay so those individuals that um we supposed to be voting for each other is on our ticket so once you plug in those numbers um click those dots it's gonna let you know what you forgot okay and so go back and just show some love to the other artists and um click 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 and press vote i appreciate it you also can find some awesome teachings on the save zone broadcast uh, on anchor.fm slash save zone broadcast and so until next week bye god bless you and happy new year i'm glad you tuned in okay god bless put the music on but because I have sponsors now I'm not able to put the music on so let me stop this here and then I can put the music on oh and we
Good morning, you guys. Welcome to the Boom Factor featuring me, your host, Dr. D. My name is Danielle Irvin, and I welcome you. I see that I have some new listeners, and I welcome you. I pray as you listen to the trailer that this is a live audio diary of my life. And the past couple of days going into this new week, I've been sharing some things and uh, I have not been posting literally uh, my voice that you hear, but I've been posting information on things that have been happening in our world today. And most of it is like confirmation and stuff that I have been talking about. You can go into the search when you go into my Boom Factor site, go into the search and just type in a subject. Uh, if you want to hear about fear or uh, any testimonies, um, usually on Monday, I strive to like try to give any uh, motivation uh, according to anything that's property that happened to me personally or maybe from a situation from somebody else. I will mention it uh, with the prophecy of the individuals. I never um, state a person's name. I always use a situation that have occurred to me. So even if they are tuning in and if I'm speaking of it, if it's about them and they feel it's about them, then it's probably about them. <laughs> um, if you interact with me, if you know me in any type of way, business, personal, work-related, neighborhood-related, friendship-related, colleagues, mother, father, aunt, sister, brother. If you're affiliated with me with any type of relationship of that sort, okay, you may have heard an experience that we have encountered together, good, bad, or ugly, okay? But the main purpose is I want people to understand automatically from the beginning of my Boom Factor show is what it is. It is a auto diary of my life, period. I don't share everything, but most of the times about maybe 85% of things that have happened to me past, present, and even what maybe God want to do in the future, which I won't go into too much details of my present and my future because I noticed that people take stuff around with it and I laugh at it. But, you know, at the end of it, God already told me, daughter, you're a trailblazer. You help motivate and inspire individuals to go out and do their assignments, and that's what I feel I'm called to do. So it don't even bother me anymore that if I attempt to strive to do something and then someone else come and thrive with it and go forward, I'm happy for them. Okay. Um, Secondly, and I know that was a long first, but secondly, I just want to encourage those that are tuning in that if it's just one word you take away from what I am talking about, I have fulfilled my assignment. Because the most important thing is that it is a trying time now. 
and people have lost hope. People are going through situations and circumstances and tests and trials. Some understand, some don't. But with all of that said, the most important thing that God himself wants me to express in my transparent life is to let them know that, hey, I am with them. Let them know as I am with you, I am with them as I was with Jesus in the earth. And we have lost hope of God himself. The very presence, his word, what he meant, his commandments, his statues, everything that God created for man to flourish, you can tell in society that they have really kicked him out. Yeah, they may say, oh, I want to give God praise. I want to thank God for letting me get this award. I want to thank God he made this way for me. I want to thank God. Yeah, but they don't have that relationship that the Father yearns for. God yearns for fellowship with us. He, he, that's his fuel. That makes him um, excited to the point that whatever you need, I'm there. Acknowledge me. You see what I'm saying? He said in his word that those that believe in their God shall do exploits. I mean, you should do some phenomenal things. That means you have taken time out to build a relationship with the Father yourself. A lot of individuals have lost hope, okay? And when things don't go their way, the first thing they do is blame God. Well, you know they have an entity in this world called the devil. And he has a lot of things behind situations that happen. But these past couple of years, God has been showing me that the tables are turned. And it's close for him to come and receive us to his own. So now he have turned up the fire, meaning... More tests and trials have come upon a lot of individuals. Um, Things have been happening unexplainable and have caused many to lose heart. But the main purpose is God wants us to be true to him because he's coming back, you guys. And he's coming back with individuals without a spot, blemish, or wrinkle in your heart. It's all about the heart, you guys. How are you living through your heart? How are you treating people? How are you talking to individuals? Are you keeping your word? I've seen a lot of people done. They're not keeping their word. They'll say one thing just to get you on board. And then once you're on board, when things feel, you know, begin to succeed, then they, they don't have need of you anymore. Well, that's a big no-no with Daddy. And so, um, on the next couple of episodes, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear some things about what's going on in the in the world. Um, as you you all know now, we're dealing with viruses and the flu, and and from what I am reading and studying and researching that this coronavirus is really like a cousin to the flu because even though 
um, this virus is, is really manifesting itself in a way to the point where it is spreading and now people are dying. The flu has killed more human beings than this virus called coronavirus. And they don't want, excuse me, they don't want it to become an epidemic or a, a pandemonium to the society because I've noticed, even with my own feeds on Facebook, they have, um, they take my my videos I post, they have taken it down. Um, even with my broadcast, you guys, um, the sponsors have deleted themselves, right? Why is that? Can somebody really tell me why is that? Well, they don't want the public to really know what's going on. So I'm going to share as much as possible when I can, when it comes up. And you're going to hear it right here on the Boom Factor. Okay? You're going to hear about it. I'm going to talk about it. And um, so we can so we can have a better understanding and prepare ourselves and our families. I'm also going to continue on with the teachings. Right now, you guys, I'm, I'm cooking my supper. Uh, I'm fixing some, I'm sauteing some um, chicken breast with a lot of bell pepper and red onions, carrots and garlic. If you want to really strengthen your immune system during this time, eat a lot of garlic, get you some ginger root, okay, some red onions, that's an automatic antibiotic, natural, okay? Natural antibiotic, you guys. Mmm, love it. That you can begin to build your own immune system without taking these fallacies that we call medicine. I go old school. I, I went picked up me some Robitussin. Take a teaspoon of that Robitussin and that's gonna knock out whatever's in you is gonna knock it out. That's old school. I um Double dose with all of that. Yeah, I make sure I have my mitts. <laughs> Cause it, it will have your breath foul. <laughs> um tell you what it works and then you 
you do your juices, you do your uh, your fruits. You know, they say you drink your vegetables, you eat your fruit. You know, so you may want to uh, juice you some spinach with apple and pineapple. It depends on what you like. Um, good brain food. I, I eat fruit. I get my blueberries. Uh, you eat your oatmeal. You know, stuff like that that has your natural vitamin in it that goes straight into your your blood vessels and help strengthen your cells and your 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 antibiotics and your probiotics. Well the antibiotics is with the gut, the garlic or whatever. But then you need your probiotics. That's where your fruit come in at. Okay. And that's just some some little help. With the help of the word of God, with the word, the word you can never fail without the word of God. Get you little healing scriptures. Read that, meditate over that, and guess what, you guys? You, you be alright. You know. Now, now we do live in a time where you just don't know when is your time, right? But at least you know if you stay conscious enough. What's going on with yourself? Let this smother. I'm trying to put my bell peppers in here last. Spaghetti's, right? And I think I had gotten from H-E-B. And now I can't find them at all. It's like... H-E-B or Walmart. But there was... um, I'm trying to see who created them. Who made them. It was another brand. It was made in the U.S. And those veggie spaghettis was so delicious uh, it was light uh, it wasn't heavy on your stomach real good real good I need to find a top to that so I'm gonna go on the next episode and just um, I'm gonna share Highlight. I'm going to do some highlight on, we've been doing the, I've been speaking on the generation of matters, which is really important. And I was just recapping on a lesson earlier that you hear before this. I put it on for today. Today is February, I believe the 8th, the 8th day of the second month 
of the new Western calendar. We're really in the second quarter of God's calendar of 5780. And um, I believe that's why I feel like I'm ahead, you know, or I'm behind. Because I'm like in between these two calendars, <laughs> years. And my mindset, my spirit, man, is more in tune of God's calendar. And when I'm thinking about the Western calendar, it kind of throws me off, you guys. So um, I'm in this, like, spiritual zone um, time frame. And it, it really is a challenge just to experience something like this. So bear with me, you guys. Dr. D is not losing it. It's just where I'm at. And I believe the Father wants us to be the same way. And when um, my voice is not that bad, I thank God for healing. And so what I'm going to do while I can speak clearly, I'm going to go into, and I'm going to do a little small teaching. Because I heard something. And I said, you know what, I need to touch on that because... We are losing focus on what the enemy is really after. And I'm going to speak about that on the next episode. Okay? All right. Don't forget, go and vote for the Boom Factor at the Rhythm of Gospel Music Awards coming up this June uh, 21st to the 24th. will be in Birmingham, Alabama this year. And I just believe God that... I'll be in the house. Um, until then, vote. You have to vote for everybody. I know it's... Please, show some love to somebody. And when you get down to 60, 61, and 62, vote for the Boom Factor. Danya Irvin, E-R-V-I-N. I appreciate it. God bless you. Let's get the Boom Factor. We're already worldwide, you know. But it would be nice to have a nice little... A ward of his own representing the boom factor and not someone else. Okay? God bless you guys. Much love to you. And once again, I welcome all my new listeners. Pass it forward. Subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You know, if you're in need of anything, you can always leave me a voice message. Give me at least 24 to 48 hours to respond back to you. If it's an emergency, please call 911, okay? But it's something that you really have to share. I do have a boomfactortv at gmail.com. You can send an email there or just send a voice message. And I will strive to do my best to reply to you ASAP, okay? All right. God bless you. This is Dr. D. you guys welcome 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 once again to this episode on this lovely glorious sunday morning yes it's still morning i am up to date with that (laughs) um 
finished cooking my supper early. I'm gonna have some nice broiled, broiled chicken smothered with bell peppers, carrots, garlic, and what else I Oh, red onions, red onions. And I threw in a couple of shrimps. And I let the broth create its own uh, with the water. I had um, my pH water simmered the, the, the chicken breast first for probably about 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And then I added my bell pepper and carrots and the red onions. Then I add the garlic and then I add the shrimp. Cause I wanted it to be whole, which I should have waited for the bell pepper because the bell pepper simmered faster than what I thought. And that mean they cook down. I, I, I really don't like my vegetables cooked down too much because of the it loses vitamins or whatever. So we still gonna have the broth. So that's gonna help out with the spaghetti. about two or three pancakes. I just have a taste for some blueberry pancakes. I got my blueberry, but can you believe it? I forgot to get my orange juice. I just don't know what I was thinking about yesterday while I was at a store. I didn't you know what? I didn't have it on a list because I only got what was on a list because of um, striving to stay tuned with my budget. Um, because I still have to catch up with some stuff. And so I only can spend so much on so much. <laughs> and um, I believe after this month, I'll be back floating, you know, on that sailboat of a head that leads to prosperity, meaning I can be in peace and not really worrying about, oh my gosh, I have no money to pay for nothing. Okay, so... Um, I'll be able to not only begin to float, but then I can subside my, you know, I can have things set aside to prepare me for the other days coming up. And since I'm just talking, I'm not really teaching now, I'm gonna go ahead and use this opportunity to share with you guys. Don't forget to tune in uh, to my other platforms. Share share the boom factor to somebody. Believe me, uh, I I'll probably be laughing and joking and you know a lot of things that are serious that I believe that even the public don't know about. I'm gonna share it on the boom factor, okay? And it's worldwide. And from what I was told from one of my listeners, sometimes they don't even get the news like we get the news. 
just like when I travel internationally and go to Africa, I see news about America that Americans, the citizens of America, don't even know what's going on. Because it's not being revealed on the news. Even though they try to convince us that, hey, we're giving you true news. No, you're not. You're only allowed to reveal what they're telling you to reveal. Why? Because it's a mind control thing, you guys. It's a systematic control mechanism that they have with the people. And if they can keep your mindset on a certain thing at a certain time, they don't have to worry about you going to the other level. Uh, on one of the episodes that I had revealed to you guys about the the vaccines, and one of the parents had said that they had to sit down and really explain to their children that we are part of the 10% of the world that takes time out to understand how everything works. And you know what? I believe that is true. Just like they say, it's only 1% of people that are wealthy and controlling the wealth of the world. And I believe that to the core because I'm sitting before people every day. Uh, Let me reverse that. People are sitting before me during tax season and I'm seeing people increasing their wages, right? All right, they're making the money, but they're still not thriving. I'm told that they have had to condense their livelihood, even making more money. Why? Because now they're at a higher tax bracket. They have um, dismantled certain benefits and um, expenses have been cut out, okay, so they can qualify to receive a better refund each year. And it's just like, what's the use? People are still not having hope. Then you have these gurus that come on Facebook and come on TV flashing their money saying, hey, join this business. You can become a millionaire in ABCDF, you know, G, you know, and then behind closed doors, they got a second, third job just to maintain what they're trying to get you to buy. Hello, come on now. I know... Some of you guys with marketing businesses, you don't like me about right now, but it's the truth. <clears throat> I've been through all the marketing business, and you really have to stop everything you're doing to push that business so you can even get at a certain level to receive that big check. Yeah, if I refer one or two people, yeah, it's a good $80. It could be a good $100. Yes, it'll help me pay this bill. But guess what? I still have to pay for my website to maintain. I still got to pay for the product that's on Audit AutoSend. All right? So I'm still spending money before I make money. So my whole perception in business is I want to build the business that I know that I love. I also can build a foundation for my generation, for my family line, and I'll be helping millions of people in the long run. And that's what my Boom Factor show is all about. 
That's what Urban Management Group is all about. The divisions that's underneath Urban Management Group is the the the, um, the ministry, the mission ministry, redeemed by the blood ministries. Okay, the publishing company that will help people um, come forward with a reasonable price to obtain everything that you need to start. Yes, I know I may not be famous, but I could tell you this. I've done the research. I'm still looking. Even in the local public publishing companies, the things that Marinette Publishing offer, you're not getting it at the other companies. My price is reasonable, and I just don't understand why it is so difficult for a person to sow into their own self through the company that God has blessed me to do to be a blessing to you, but you find a problem with it. And you go spend five and six, seven thousand dollars to get one project done and you still have to come up with everything else that you can get with Marinette Publishing. Urban Management Group um, is not here to financially rob or rape anyone out their finances. And with that said, myself, that's the CEO, owner, founder of these great establishments, is not profiting the way others are profiting. The little profit that I do uh, receive from these entities, I pour it right back into the business. 2020, yes. I will begin seeking profits <laughs> because people just going to have to pay up front. Of course, that's the only way I can do it. But with all of that saying, you guys, we see a shift in the mindset. We see, I see a shift. You know, the thinking that individuals have. And I have no control of that. I could speak on it, but at the end of the day, it don't bother me. It just, I see it, I call it out, and I move on. The Boom Factor Show is just that. Uh, we are on major platforms that I give God the glory, and I thank Jesus for inspiring me and, and helping me to deal with the tests and trials and circumstances that arise even in my life that I can share with you guys how you can deal with situations how hey this is a real situation you're dealing with I don't second guess it this is something that you are really going through and you need help with I'm not gonna sit here and make light of your situation this is something you are literally dealing with and you need some answers you need some help where is God in all of this and that's what the boom factor is all about. I express all of that. God, I'm going through this. What's happening? You will hear this on this show. Ain't no faith jaking with Dr. D. And so those that have um, platform accounts uh, with, I haven't really <clears throat> activated Periscope, but I do have an account with Periscope. But I am on Cashbox, Podbean. Um, I do Facebook Live, Spotify, 
Apple Tunes, SoundCloud, uh, Instagram, Google Music. You can go to all these platforms. If you are a subscriber to any of these platforms, just type in Boom Factor Show, Boom Factor Radio. You will see that powerful fist with the lightning coming through that same Boom Factor. You can tune in daily and just, just anything that you have interest in. If it's not on my show, Leave me a message and I'll show you the research and put it on there for you. Uh, my my, I represent, and these are industries I'm affiliated with, so that's why I say I could represent you um, as a um, person that have encountered various situations. All right, and that being said. As ministers of the gospel, evangelists, intercessors, independent artists with music, authors, business owners, in most of the major industries, whatever you need, I can find it for you, or if I've spoken with you, or I have completed a job, you can always go to linktree.com slash Y-A-L-D-O-N. And that's all of the industries that I am affiliated with that I can serve you in. So it's Linktree. What it is, is www.linktr.ee slash Y-A-L-D-O-N-I-E-L. That is my overall website that, that's connected to everything that I do. If you have any questions, uh, you want need help with your taxes, your nonprofit, start a business, have have uh, need of um, notary, need some questions about missionary trips, travels, hey, just ask me. Go to that link and ask me. Most of the time, you go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and type in my name. Type in the Boom Factor Show. Type in Redeemed by the Blood Ministries. I will come up. I have done, I have not realized that I have done so many videos. Spoken on so many subjects. uh, When I strive to upload my videos and stuff on my website. I am creating a new website that's connected with the Boom Factor show which I have to update um, is www.danielleurban.live and on that website will be the overall site connected to my life the Boom Factor show okay and so with that said um don't forget to vote for the Boom Factor at RhythmOfGospelAwards.com slash voting or just um, Google Rhythm of Gospel Music Awards. And um, once you get to that website, go to voting. You have to vote for everybody in the categories. For mine's to count, I am number 60, 61, and 62. 
Also, coming up next month will be Colorectal Month. I will post my flyers on there. Uh, registration for that will be coming up soon. Uh, I'll probably strive to walk. Uh, some changes have been made also on my J8 secular job. So, changes for me being off on a Saturday now. I'll probably be working at JH. So, I'm going to see what date. I believe it's the 23rd that MD Allison have the annual um, cancer walk. I didn't do it for the last two years. Last year, I did a prayer. I did intercessory prayer for an hour um, to represent all those that are dealing with cancer, colorectal cancer, and, and a tribute to those that have lost family members or someone you know from um some type of cancer, but because my area was colorectal cancer, colon, any type of colon cancer, I represent that. I, I have learned to represent what's in my lane, and, and I believe a lot of us don't do that, and that's why our passion is not as strong as it should be because we're not really doing what we need to be doing. We're doing something that we see somebody else doing and we jump into it or um, we just feel, hey, I'm going to do this. Well, you got to have a passion because some days you ain't going to want to do it. So it's only your passion going to keep the fire burning for you to complete that task. That's just a little free nugget on that one. Okay. Now, with that said, let me take my spaghettis. Rinse the starch off. Drain it. And place it in a colander. And I'll be through with this. And I'll be able to. Uh, share share that because I do have new listeners uh, with the publishing uh, next month uh, we have two individuals that's interested in starting a book project so we are open to receive book submissions uh, we have manuscripts to start your book project we also completing uh, a season we'll be having a book launching coming up with um, three authors that will be, be, be completing a project from last year. So it's really the class of 19 will be graduating this year, 2020. Um, so you'll be hearing an announcement for that. Uh, what else? Of course, tax season is here. Anyone that need help with that, um, just go ahead, like I stated, leave me a message. Go to Linktree. Link tr.ee slash y a l d o n i e l 
and that's what's going to come up. Need help with taxes? It's going to open up the website where you can leave your name, information, and what, what, what you need done. And I'll respond back to you by email. And we can start on that. Or you can go straight to the email at uh, organizingindisguise at gmail.com. And I can send you what you need to do to, to, to start the process of your corporation and nonprofit um, organization taxes. Okay? Um, I guess I'll go to another episode because every time I try to start off with one, I'm thinking about something else. And I think it's because I have not eaten anything. So I think I'm going to take a break from here. It's just going on 11, still early. I've been up early. Um, and I just wanted to share some things with you guys. And, uh, it's a lovely day. Get your family together. I want to speak on that, on generational matters. We're going to speak on how to really get your, your family together, especially your grandchildren. Your children, your grandchildren. Some that have great-grandchildren. And what we need to do. My mom's good with that. She she good with history. And I need to go in. Uh, I'm a surprise. I haven't really spoken with her like we used to. I must confess that I have not really spoken to her. Literally. Uh, I think I left a message checking on them to the different things that have been happening with the weather and um, I know some great, awesome things are happening for them out there. Um, but she is very knowledgeable of wisdom and you know, she was part of the Black Panther movement. I would love to get that documented. And my aunt, when I visit her, she was sharing some things. I just love to get that documented. And we don't do that. We don't obey God even with the simple things. When he say, from generation to generation, tell them about your forefathers. So it's not so much as people saying, oh, we should leave that alone. That's in the past. Why we bringing up slavery and why we doing this? Excuse me, are you whitewashed in your mind? My my great 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 grandmother was a slave. Okay, she was she was born into slavery. Okay, so why would I forget that? Why would I not when I'm looking at fifty years later? I was born in the era of Martin Luther King and Vernon Jones and Malcolm X standing, fighting on our even existence. And to see the stuff that's happening to us now, that's still fresh. It's still fresh, you guys. So why would I forget about that? Why would I not share with my children's children's children of the history of the phenomenal things that we have done as a people to give some value and identity to our very existence. Why would I want to forget that when me myself did not know? You know, and you know what? 
history was very boring to me. Why? I guess because it didn't even relate to me. I, the stuff they was talking about, I knew it wasn't right. It didn't even sound right. How can you get black out of white? Only white can come out of black. Oh, see, I'm not even going to start that, you guys. But I'm going, I'm going. We will chat about that later. It just makes you want to think about some stuff. Some stuff I'm thinking about right now that I'm going to begin to profess because I just don't understand how all these years, and I looked on the Congress website, and I'm seeing where they they declaring different laws to prevent certain things with Social Security, but God just showed me something, and guess what? I'm going to voice it because I just don't understand why it's not being happy. Why it's not taking place and why people are suffering the way they're suffering, especially family members suffering. And, and Social Security is only supplying one-eighth of the money that we didn't put in society when someone died. Well, what happened to the rest of them people's money? Especially if they're over 18. Well, where the rest of that money going? Who is going to? It's not going to the family members. See? I I, I think out the box, you guys. And I'm, I really think way out there. Somebody say, girl, you be talking about some stuff, but you be way out there. No, it's not that I'm way out there. It's just that God just had me looking at other things. And I'm not um, in this control mechanism to the point where... Oh well, it is what it is, and we just gotta live, live, live to live. Just, just, just go with the flow. No, I'm not. I don't. I never did went with the flow. I never did went with the flow. I always challenged something because I want to know. And when I start asking too many questions, then the other person or the other entity or whatever the organization say, "Oh no, you asking too many questions." You got to go. Are you messing up my grind? I got to get you out of here. No, you starting to talk about some stuff that may hinder what I need to do. So I need to get you off my station. You know, it's just crazy stuff, you know. But- do it now. There are only two ways to do something, the right way and the wrong way. Third, forgive totally. Jesus, our teacher, told the story of the unmerciful slave, the king who wished to settle his accounts with his slave, called in his slave that owned him what would today be about $10 million, and ordered him to pay up. When the slave announced that he had absolutely nothing, he had no resources at all, the king ordered him sold, his wife sold, his children sold, and all the meager possessions he had sold. The slave fell on his face and begged for mercy from the king. It was an impossible debt. It was ten times the national debt of that country. Nonetheless, the king showed him mercy and forgave the slave of all of that debt instantly then with all of that total forgiveness the one who was forgiven walked out into the streets and found a man that owed him 20 bucks and when he couldn't pay him instantly he had him put in debtor's prison which you could do that in bible times the fellow slaves that watched this sad scene told the king 
and he was totally forgiven for all of that, yet he was ready to wring the neck of someone who owed him $20. The king called the unmerciful man in, and he said, I forgave you all of that, and you went out and found that one man that owed you so little, and he is right now in debtor's prison because you put him there. And the Bible says in Matthew 18, 23 following, and the king moved with anger, handed him over to the tormentors until he could repay all that was owed him, which meant the man could never repay. He was in jail for the rest of his life being intentionally tormented. The message comes again. If you won't forgive, God won't forgive you. Forgive immediately. Forgive totally. Be reconciled in the love of God, or God will turn you over to tormentors. Why? Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Listen to this. The man in prison over 20 bucks was never released, at least not in the Bible text. It was the right of the man who was forgiven $10 million to demand him to pay up. The question I'm asking some of you, how many people do you have locked up in some emotional prison over a small, petty $20 offense simply because you refuse to forgive them and it's your right? Do you want to be right or do you want to be reconciled? George Herbert said, he who cannot forgive breaks the bridge over which he himself must pass. End of quote. Several years ago, I sat beside Corey Timboom in Dallas at a luncheon for Christian authors in one of the most delightful hours of my life. I had just written the book, Invasion of Demons, which was a bestseller, and she had released The Hiding Place, and the heart of America was being warmed in the glow of this gracious, godly Dutch woman. As we sat there side by side, she described the horror of the Nazi concentration camp where she was sent for helping the Jews escape the iron fist of Hitler's Nazis. There she lost her sister, her father, and her nephew. If there was ever a reason to hate, she had one. The beatings, the starvation, the sadistic brutality of Hitler's monsters were etched into her brain. For years, she kept records of those who had abused her after she got out of the prison camp. Every offense, every date, every officer involved, every circumstance in graphic detail, waiting for a judge who would come along who would give her justice. And she said, one day, while I was praying, the Lord spoke to me and said, I have forgiven you. Why don't you forgive them? And she said, I went and got those records and threw them all in the fire. And she said, when tears were flowing down my cheeks, I felt an invasion of the love of God yeah. that flooded my soul that I have never known in all of my life. Two questions. Who do you need to forgive? And do you need God's forgiveness yourself? Can we stand in the presence of the Lord? I want to ask you this question. How many of you in this room can say, Pastor, I personally need God's forgiveness?
Let me see your hand right where you are. Raise it high. Those of you watching across the nation by television, stay tuned. I want you to be a part of this prayer. How many of you in this audience would say, there is someone in my life that deeply hurt me. And because of that someone and that something, the handcuffs of hatred have captured me in a prison of resentment. And if I think about it long enough, it becomes rage. But today, with God's amazing grace, I want to forgive that person and rediscover the joy of life and living. If that describes you, slip your hand toward heaven and let God the Father see it. Most of this audience, most, most. I want you to repeat this prayer after me, those of you watching by television. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you today to prepare my heart to receive the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I am, I am today going to forgive and to forget forever. Now you fill in the blank. God knows where it is. You know where it is. And now continue. And now, Heavenly Father, for that person in my own life that has wounded me, that has hurt me, that has tormented me emotionally and mentally for months and maybe years, right now, I forgive that person totally, completely. It is over. I am out of the prison. The handcuffs of hatred are coming off. I'm free. I'm going home. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Give the Lord praise in the house. your mouth and speak and faith believe.